professionals, entrepreneurs, and the best of the best from around the world who are willing to share how they shred the strategies, the techniques, and the actionable items that you need in your business to go out and dominate. Join us as we shred, show up, hustle, repeat every day. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good morning, and again, welcome to the Shred Show Live. I have got CEO and co-founder of Nexa Mortgage, Mike Cortez, hanging out with me this morning. And I've got to admit, I was actually just came off a town hall of the entire Nexa Mortgage Company. And Mike, I've got to give you some respect and props because you are just a no BS, straight to the point, black and white guy. Like when I sit on these, these times, you invite your entire company to these to listen in and you just kind of share as it is. Some people may say it's a little rough around the edges, but I have so much respect and appreciation for leaders like you who just share the down, the dirty, the things we need to know as a mortgage community. That's what our discussion is going to be around today. But I've just got to give you props, brother, because it's so good and so refreshing to see a leader like yourself. Just be honest with the community. I really don't know how others live not. I mean, I don't know. I couldn't imagine running a company of this size, like having some secret or, or having <laughs> some special announcement that they don't tell anybody that works here. I just can't imagine it. Sure. Right? I'm just, I just spill it all and tell it how I feel about it. And if, you know, not everybody next agrees with everything I say, certainly, um, or feel, but, um, but they certainly know how I feel. So. See, but even more, and as I listened in on this one in particular, you still listen to other people. You're not that type of leader. You get those leaders who say it as it is, but it's either their way or the highway. You're willing to listen. You're willing to take that feedback. You're willing to take those suggestions from the community, and you're willing to implement. Even, even today, as I was listening in, you heard something, and you're like, hey, this is a problem. Let's get a solution. Let's not beat around the bush. You're all about solving problems. And I really want to kind of focus on that today because it seems like so many LOs, are, the mortgage industry in particular, there's still a lot of concern about where the, the, the industry is going, what's going to be happening with a recession looming, with the mortgage industry in, in a tight spot. It needs more leaders and it needs more people like yourself who are willing to just solve problems. What are some of the biggest problems that you're seeing right now that are really holding back LOs? Well, um, obviously the number one reason that we're seeing so many loan, loan officers transition out of retail into the broker space, into the wholesale model is, is interest rates. Sure. Um, my opinion, it's not the number one reason they should have been doing it all along, but it is the number one reason that they're actively doing it just because mm -hmm. rates are difficult, right? Loan officers are tired of getting kicked in the shins. And so they, they are starting to look out and say, you know what, maybe now is finally the time. Um, they resisted it for a long time, but at one point it just comes down to, I got to get a loan. Right. And so they're tired of getting said, no, I'm going somewhere else for rate, for rate, for rate, for rate. Cause everybody's shopping rate like crazy right now. Crazy. So that's the number one thing, right? Is that, uh, providing our loan officers with the absolute best interest rates in the entire industry is really a passion of mine that I can say like loan officers could just take that, that rate out of the equation. They don't have to worry about that piece of it anymore. Mm. So you can play, you don't have to play offense all the time, right? Sure. You, can, you just defense or you don't have to play defense. I'm sorry. You can play just offense. go play offense, right. right? You don't just sit there and defend your rate, defend your rate, defend your rate. You can just go after things. So this is my rate next. Those, so. 
Well, I think that's a big, I think that's always kind of been a concern for loan officers is trying to sell raid. But this is something you and I had discussed. There are plenty of other reasons why Nexa is helping loan officers succeed other than just rate alone. That's just Sorry. that. Oh, no worries. That's what we're like. That's it's all good. That's what happens. But so rate alone is just one of those things. But there's so many opportunities and so many uh, so much other value that Nexa is creating for loan officers as they make a transition. Oh, there's a ton. I mean, I always tell people rate is the last is the least of the reasons that you should be here at Nexa Mortgage, right? The number one reason that somebody should be at Nexa Mortgage, a loan officer. The number one thing they realize when they're here for uh, three to, to four months is they, they look and they go, wow, products. Mm. I should have done this a year ago. Not for the rates a year ago, right, or uh, two years ago, but for the products, for the ability to say yes to customers. Because when mm. you have the best rates in the industry, customers say yes to you. Sure. But when you have more products than any other mortgage company in the entire industry, you can now say yes to more customers, right? And in the sales cycle, you must have the word yes as many times as possible. I tell loan officers, look, if you're making a sale, just get the consumer to say yes, right? Are you a nice guy? Yes. Yes. Okay, fine. Is the sky blue? Yes. Great. We're on to something here, right? Sure. Now, can I do your loan? Yes. You have the best rate. Or more importantly, right? If I'm a loan officer, can I do your loan? Hmm. Yes. I have a product for you, even though other lenders don't have a product because we don't deal with overlays. We don't deal deal with lack of products. We have every product under the sun that we can that we have at our disposal. So that's Dude. the number one reason I think loan officers should be at next. Morning. Okay. I want to dig into this, Mike, because there's some people out there who are going to be like, well, Josh, or some people say the riches are in the niches and you're supposed to just focus on one. And, you know, having so many products is, is almost a distraction because, and, and people have heard me talk about pick one thing that you're really good at and go deep into that. But I love your guys' approach here because it's almost like, I don't know if you've ever dove a lot into the Amazon model and Jeff Bezos. It's very similar to that. They have everything under the sun. Do they just have their ones? Hell no. They have right. anything. Everybody turns to Amazon. Amazon, that's the reason they're one of the biggest companies in the world is because they have everything. They don't, you, you don't go to Amazon and expect to be like, oh shit, they don't have that product. I guess I got to go to somewhere else. They've got everything. Same thing with Nexa, Mike, is it allows loan officers to maybe find, maybe where they're at now, they don't even have access to that product. And they're like, well, I really want to go into this product. I want to do, you know, two, one buy down or whatever it is. They want to be really good at that and they just don't have access to it. Having access gives loan officers that opportunity to grow and to give their consumers what they need well there's two statements i got to that hopefully i don't forget the second one after i say the first one but so two statements i got to that right number one is that if 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 the niches are important well it's better to have more niches mm. right like we have loan officers whose niche is non-qm sure. and they're doing really really well right now but they were also doing really well in 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 uh, two years ago. But they also had those those easier rate term refinance or those or those streamlines, um, those types of things, right? But the second point to that is even if you are into a niche, like when I did loans, right? right? When I'm calling realtors, my niche was always going to be the purchase market, and I'm going to be very much around. Look, I, I got to have my Gubbies, my my, my Fannie Freddies. My standard products but what i couldn't have is the overlays that lenders have and any lender who says they don't have an overlay is full of it mm. everybody has their form of an overlay whether it's an actual overlay or if it's an interpretation to the guideline 
that they believe the guideline says this when another lender thinks it says something else. So if I'm niching on an FHA loan, right, if that's my niche, whatever, it's nice for me to have an option at one lender who will allow that asset when another lender won't. 100%. Right. It's it's so it's the lack of overlays that as a broker at next, I don't have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. I don't have to deal with overlays. And that's Here's- just as important as having access to um, over 190 investors um, alone, because the more investors you have, the lack of overlays you have to deal with. And anybody who says they don't have an overlay, I ask you, what's your minimum credit score? Right. Because if what's your minimum credit score, for example, on VA? If your minimum credit score is 580, you got an overlay. If your minimum yep. credit score is 550, you got an overlay. In fact, if your minimum credit score is 500, you have an overlay. There's 100%. no minimum credit score in VA. You just got to know the lenders that are willing to fund that loan. Oh, dude. Okay. Now your second point. Hopefully you still remember it. Well, that was the second point. Okay, good. Okay. I got it. Okay, good. I'm just making sure. Making <laughs> the first sure. one was multiple niches, right? So second one is there was a lot in there. I like the detail. So real quick, couple of comments coming in. Chris Baker over at BHB TV. Uh, I like this acronym, Chris. Rate equals real advice takes expertise. L's need to focus on that. I really like that. And then Matthew uh, Blackmer coming in. Love this. Products create optionality. More customized solutions for the client. Tailor fit solutions for the right uh, scenario. And this just goes and plays exactly what you were talking about is sometimes within the mortgage industry, we get, I'm all about tunnel vision. I'm all about focusing on one thing, but sometimes we need to, especially in a market like we have now, we need to be broadening our horizons a little bit. The one thing that we've been working on, maybe we need to break out of that shell and maybe we need to, again, expand. We need to see who else we can serve in our communities. What products, what opportunity, the optionality that Matthew even mentioned there, what can we provide to our consumers that maybe, again, Rate and term refinances aren't hot and heavy right now. If that's been your bread and butter for so long, you need to start broadening those horizons. So now's the time. Look, I know loan officers in a normal market two years ago, three years ago, right, who who would serve their niche, if you 100%. will, right? But yeah. in this environment right now, loan officers are like, just give me a loan. Yep. You know, the loan, there's loan officers like, I've never done a commercial, but I'll take it, right? right? I've never done a hard money deal, but I need to put milk on the table. Sure. Right. I'll do what it takes to learn something new. A loan officer who's never done a reverse mortgage is not going to give that one away on a referral or something that they might have done two years ago because they were so flush with with their regular niche. Right. So it's just in this market, it's so important to have it. I mean, and I'll even look back to when COVID first hit and we went through a small crisis early that summer where all of a sudden nobody was funding you were hearing about banks who weren't funding loans below a 700 or a 680 credit score or weren't funding. They were like, look, for right now, um, we're not funding refinances because they only had so much available when 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 the uh, uh, when things froze up a little bit at the beginning of COVID. We were still funding everything. Now, look, our turn times got a little bit crazy. Crazy. Everybody was overloaded all of a sudden because all the the retail banks that were saying no to certain things that will won't fund that right now, those people still wanted loans. They still wanted access to their equity. They still wanted to buy homes. And so we were getting so many of those particular clients that we never skipped a beat in the wholesale sector, not once during COVID. It mm. never happened. Now it came back for everybody and everybody had a had a phenomenal run right. at the end of that. But um, 
but we never skipped a beat in the beginning of it, in the middle of it, at the end of it. Um, and even now, I mean, I did a, I did a video um, about a week ago on, on, on social and, and I thought about taking it down because it clearly offended people. And I actually, and I don't often feel bad about being successful, um, but I kind of felt the emotion of some people out there in the markets. Mm. And I put out a video saying, look, I hear about all this 2022 was bad, was this, was not good. And, and how optimistic they are for 2023. And I was like, gosh, I think I would like 2022 to continue for a little <laughs> bit because we did so well yeah. Um, in 2022. We didn't skip a beat. And then I saw the emotions from a lot of people in the retail and operations centers. And I did, I almost took it down. I didn't take it down, but I, I certainly feel the emotion of the industry. Oh, in, agreed. And that right there. Okay. I want to, I want to come back to this. Keep this in your mind. Cause I want to come back to this. A couple comments coming in. Raul Espinosa. Consumers will work with the rate if they trust their LO. Apple competes with way cheaper smartphones, but people are willing to pay the premium because they trust it. They like the device. John Hill coming in more options equals more units. We need more units funded said with my shred gear on. Hey, thanks John Hill. Thanks for the comment. Appreciate it. So I, I want to kind of expand on what you're talking about here, Mike, because I saw the video, I commented on it. Do you think there's too much emotion in the industry right now? Do you think emotion is driving a lot of the decisions that are being made and people aren't making the decisions based on fundamentals and like, like actual data and analytics that are happening? Well, I, I think emotion runs even heavier. I mean, look at the number one causes for divorce, right? Sure. That's a little dramatic, but yeah. money is one of the number one causes of divorce. And if, 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 if you stand in front of a pastor or a preacher in, in, in front of, the, of God and say that I'm going to be with this person forever, but then finances turn, what kind of stress can that cause? Does that really cause? And so in our industry, think of that as loan officers or operations people who are struggling right now in a financial set, way, that causes some of the most dramatic um, stress that you can imagine and and you don't make good decisions under that um, look I I'm a grinder I've worked my tail off for years I won't apologize for being successful and for having reserves because I came from absolutely nothing I remember dearly those moments um, when when the finances were setting in and I couldn't figure out how to pay my rent. Um, sure. And I will never forget them. I remember the financial crisis when I couldn't figure out how to get milk. Um, I remember them and I hold them dear to me. Um, so I understand them. But I can tell you that I can make clearer, better decisions knowing that I was able to save, mm. you know, a good six, you know, make sure every, you know, a, a nest egg. And so I believe people are making bad decisions I, um, based on that. Um, but look, some loan officers, they, if you weren't, didn't really have your heart into this, this is not the time to continue either. Oh, right. Man. Let those loan officers that are professionals continue this thing on. We'll take the torch from those of the, those loan officers who just wanted to try and make a dollar in this business for a real quick buck. Let us professionals take it from here. We'll help the purchase markets moving into 2024 because not everybody should have been in this industry. So we Dude. had such an inflow of business that it was going to be necessity, but um, it's okay is the point to say, hey, look, it's not for everybody. 
So. Bro, this is, again, how I started this entire episode. Why I have respect for you is you speak it as it is. Some of those people, some people may hear that and they may be like, well, Mike's telling us to get out of the industry. No, we, we want to see the successful LOs. If you're willing to take and to hustle, to do the grind like we talked yes. about, then yes, at, like there is a spot for you here. But if you were in it to make a quick buck, we're giving you the permission to be like, hey, Now's the time. Like these next few months, they're going to be a grind. They're going to be difficult. And if you're struggling now, it's just going to get more and more competitive. It's going the people who are willing to put in the hustle are the ones who are going to step up. So if you if that's not you, now is the time to be like, all right, I got to take care of my family. I got to go find. And it's you shouldn't look at it as a, like a, a step down. You should be willing to do. And as you mentioned, Mike, you and I were back in in the crisis. Like we did what we had to do to provide for our families. That's what it comes down to right now. No, 100%. I mean, you have to be willing to put in what it takes to do this. I see brand new loan officers in our academy program that are brand new to the industry, like just picked up their license in December. And I'm like, people are like, what were you thinking? Right. <laughs> um, but I see brand new loan officers coming in, doubling, tripling the applications of, of 15, 20 year veterans in this business. And these veterans going, oh, my gosh, what am I supposed to do? in this market. I'm like, do what you did in previous markets that were down, but the heart has to be in it. And mm. if it's not in it, you've got to find it. Right. And cause if you can't find it, man, it's going to hurt. It's going to be painful, but anybody can do it. I tell people we're like, guys, we're not, we're not starting a landscaping company here. We're not digging ditches. I'm not going to ask you to shovel rock. I'm asking you to pick up a phone and, and let, let somebody tell you no. Yeah. Right. Let a couple consumers, let a, let a lot of realtors tell you no. Let them say, I don't have anything. Figure out how to grow their business with them. Ooh. Give yourself ac access to more products, more better rates. Give yourself the tools necessary, but then learn how to figure out how to grow your business with your partners. And you will make this through. Yep. No matter who you are, no matter how little experience you have in this business, you will find your way. If you show up, hustle, and repeat every day. Freaking got it. You know Every it. day, though. So. See, but that's just it is right now that you can't take the breaks. Uh, Matthew Blackmer saying again, all experiences are so valuable and valid, but the masters of today are only that. Learners will inherit tomorrow. Very, very good point. Yep. And to your point right now, Mike, is this the ones, even the newer LOs, they're coming in. They're the ones willing to hustle. Some of these veterans are like, well, what am I doing wrong, Mike? Like, I, I'm still doing the same things. The industry's evolving. Time is evolving. As I talk about on Shred and with Shred you, you mentioned this little device. You can use it to reach more realtors, to create more value. You need to be thinking and seeing how the industry is evolving, and you need to keep up with that. I'm all about making the phone calls. I'm all about making the connections, but there are better ways now. There are new opportunities on the horizon for you to start looking at. The old ways of 20 years ago, they... Again, we're, we're evolving as an industry, which I, in my opinion, going back to your point, Mike, it's a good thing. This is good for all of us to see evolution. Again, going back to Amazon, look how Amazon has changed retail. We've all got to evolve or we get, we're outed. 100%. I look at like, look, years ago, I used to do for sale banner marketing. Yeah. Today, I'm still a believer for sale banner marketing. I just do it in a different way. Sure. If that loan officer is literally saying, hey, Mike, what did, I'm doing the same thing I was doing 15 years ago. Well, maybe that's part of the problem. You can't be doing <laughs> like the exact same thing, 
right? It doesn't work to knock on somebody's door that has a for sale by owner sign anymore. It's, they probably don't even have one, by the way, right? like they used to. Yep. Um, and second of all, they're going to think you're crazy. Yep. Right? It just doesn't, it's just not normal anymore. So there's better way. In fact, I think it's awesome because with technology, I can reach more of the same type of marketing that I used to reach before. Bingo. And, but I'm just willing to try something new. And some of our old school guys in the industry need to just get out of the comfort and just do the new things. They don't love the technology. I see so many people who just don't love the social medias. Good. Then take it one video at a time. Take it one post at a time. You bet. That's right? exactly just it. Yep. Start. If you look, if you're not comfortable to do it every day, do it once a week and then do it twice a week. Yes. And then three times a week. And then hopefully by next summer, you realize the power in it and you've got some deals that you can, you'll be able to reference. Well, that came from my Twitter feed. That came from my Facebook feed. Then you'll see the power in it and you'll start doing it every day. Dude. And yeah. I love, you're one of those leaders and you mentioned your post. you post regularly. There's so many people out there that are preaching like, oh, you need to be out there on social media. You need to be posting, but they're not practitioners of it. You are posting. You and I even had this conversation a couple months ago as, as we were uh, chatting and collaborating together. And I started seeing this continued uptick from you leading by example and not being perfect. You even did a video saying how imperfect you were, yet you were still willing to put yourself out there. And <laughs> yeah. whether you're like, whether you don't, want to adopt technology, whether you start once a week, once a month, whatever it is, you have to see that the, everything is trending that way. Everything is trending. Our eyeballs are on these, whether it's a computer screen that we're looking at, whether it's a TV or a telephone, not, not TV, things have evolved and just start somewhere. Find somebody that can help you with that. Reach out to us. Our shredding community is designed for that. But I want to I want to transition this and I want to kind of end on this, Mike, because you've done so brilliantly. You've given LOs a couple things to be thinking about. But I want you said this to a in, in a, a a meeting recently that really hit home for me. And I want everybody to, as we end this, to wrap this episode up to think about this. Where you're at right now may not be the place that helps you get to where you need to be or where you want to be. Talk to that a, a little bit, because when you mentioned this in a meeting recently, I was like, holy crap, this is so true, because where you're at now, maybe they helped you achieve great things, but maybe a change can truly help you reach that next level of success or that next uh, achievement that you're truly desiring. Well, I think it's really, it just still comes down to you have to be willing to constantly change. So, and, and quite frankly, if you're comfortable where you are now, mm. maybe, you, maybe you should stop. Right. If, if you're in the comfort zone, then you should be aware. I mean, one thing that I always heard my son as he goes through um, competitive basketball throughout his childhood, we put him in front of some really competitive coaches and environments where, I mean, he was literally cut at, from a team as an eight year old. Dang. And that's like doesn't happen to eight year olds, generally speaking. But I remember putting him in through one of the coaches and it really rung into my head is be comfortable being uncomfortable. And I've always repeated those words constantly that if I ever become comfortable and I can feel myself fall into those comfort rivets every now and again, 100%. where all of a sudden I'm, you know, I'm not doing anything new. And I'm like, you know what? Something's got to change. We've got to shake something up. We got to, and I have to force myself to go out and make some changes to better myself, to better the organization um, for the future. Um, but staying the same to me is just not an option. I tell people, listen, if you hate change, you will hate Nexa Mortgage right? <laughs> because change is inevitable. It is constant. We are yep. always, always changing something, whether it's the software, 
whether it's new products that we're pushing, whether it's a new um, a system, um, whether it's it's a it's an improved compensation plan. Yep. Um, that's the key word though. It's improving, Mike. That's you guys are always, you're always looking. And again, even this meeting I was uh, listening in on this morning, it's always improving. It's not just change, not just change to change, to, to shake shit up. It's improving. And that's something that you and your organization continue to do. And I continue to see it firsthand is it's always, even if it's not, it doesn't have to be this grand improvement overnight. Mm -hmm. It's just those small little tiny improvements that make the difference. Most improvements are small, but man, when you add them all up, it's something. Nexa has had eight compensation changes in our five years. Wow. Eight. And not one of them ever got worse for the loan mm. officer, right? That's we crazy. do more volume. We do a compensation change for them for the better. We're already the best in the business, but we just keep making it better because we believe in that partnership with those loan officers. Um, and we mm. believe in the small, I mean, the most recent changes, I lowered the cap from um, to pay out 100% to make it a million dollars cheaper. Wow. So that anything over, right, you, you get 100% at, at a faster pace. But it was a small change, yeah. right? It wasn't huge, but it's going to make a difference to some people. And then the next change will make a difference to more people. And then it'll certainly make a difference as the markets come back. So, um, But small changes make big ones. Oh, dude, that's, I want to end on that because that is everybody that just heard that, that rings so true right now. Those small changes ultimately make the big ones. They may, they help you make those huge improvements with that experience with your consumers and everything that you're doing. Mike, this has been absolutely incredible. You're truly one of those leaders that, again, I've got so much admiration for because you're leading by example. You're not just talking the talk. You're walking the walk. You're putting your money where your mouth is. So thank you so much for all that you do. Thank you so much for all that you shared. And again, if people have questions, if people have questions about Nexa, where should they go? Talk. You can do a, a search for an excellent on any on any social media page find one of us we're like weeds we're everywhere and every thursday you guys have a YNXA. I'll, we'll post a link if you guys have questions about it if you want to learn more about it we'll post a link below and you can absolutely do that so i yeah. i recommend learning more randy virus coming in progress is impossible without change and those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything hashtag shred hashtag nexa thank you so much randy mike again this has been absolutely brilliant cannot thank you enough for your time brother really appreciate all that you do for our industry all right thanks brother thanks for having me Guys, as always, this has been an incredibly insightful episode. I know you have got value out of this. Go back, rewatch it, share it with your organizations because what Mike has shared today, it will truly help you with the winning formula for 2023. With that, as always, we appreciate you. We love you. Now it's time for all of you to go shred, go show up, hustle, repeat every day. See you.